Detail. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monkey Tail Podcast. I am your host, Bruno Pinto, and as ever, I have... The Marius. Hello, Marius. Welcome back <laughs> to the podcast. I'll fix it in post. <laughs> uh, no, don't leave it. It's brilliant. <laughs> in post, I might be able to fix it. Uh, yes, uh, welcome back. Uh, you're still a bit under the weather, but... Uh, I am you're... still a bit under the weather, yes. It's, uh, I think I'm just, just entering into week three of feeling ill, which, wow. uh, which sucks. But uh, I'm on antibiotics now, so uh, that's going to fix me. That's it. That's uh, yeah. that's this that's... week. Fix ready for EGX. EGX. Or I won't be fixed, and I'll just go and I'll be patient zero for the EGX illness. You know, <laughs> uh, at EGX, uh, was it uh, like uh, wow? I don't know how many years ago it was. It was when it was to our court. You were proper ill as well. What in one of the days, wasn't you? Like uh, you were not feeling well as well. That I remember one one. Oh, one... yeah, yeah. I was really ill. That's when your joke made me throw up. That's it. Yes, I, I forgot uh, what joke it was, yeah. but uh, I, I can't remember. But yeah, it, it it was coming out my nose and everything. It was one of those. It was <laughs> it was horrible. But, but then I I did have the world's best smoothie that really sort of brought me back round and rejuvenated me. Rejuvenate. That's a good word. I like the word yes. rejuvenate. You know, I mean, yeah, good, that is a good word. Yes. Uh, the, like like uh, Marius has alluded to, we are off to eject for the first time. We're actually going in separate d- uh, days because we're um, we have a prior commitments uh, on on the other day. So uh, I'll be going Thursday, maybe Friday, and it's gonna go be going maybe Saturday, definitely Sunday. So so, mm-hmm. so we are, we are covering every day for the first Covering time. All four days, yeah, <laughs> but but separately. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's I need an eject. It's been it's been a while. It's been a while. We need a good game show. So not this podcast. And the, the next podcast will be the the the, the normal EGX special where we talk about uh, all the games we talked about uh, we played at the show. Uh, but for today's show, let's start as always with an opening question. And uh, today's opening question is: What quality of life feature? See that was no coma there. I don't know why I why I I, I stopped there. What <laughs> quality of life feature should all games have? That's the question. Maris, you can you can go first. Yeah, I mean, well, I've got two answers for this. Uh, one of them I've done before is the um, the Gears of War um, brightness display mm-hmm. um, uh, setup screen. Um, but the but the the one I really wanted to mention today was. Uh, Time since last save. Mm. Um, I find that to be really useful um, to know how long it's been since I last oh, um, saved. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I play, played a couple of games on my list in particular that I'm thinking of, one of which has that feature and one of which doesn't. And it's just like, if I'd known, I would have saved myself a bit of time. Um, and I just think that's a... Uh, a good feature. I know what I'm. I know what I'm um, uh, missing if I need to uh, close the game down for some reason. A, a lot of games have that. When you go to like quit, it goes like, "You sure you want to quit?" It's been X amount of seconds or minutes mm. since you've last saved. I feel like a lot of games have that feature already. But you're right. I could see 
the the opposite of not having the feature could being uh, uh, potentially. Uh, I agree. Quite a few do have it, but I think not enough. Not enough. It. I think I think it should be a standard. But my, mine is, I think I've said it before, uh, but uh, it's a must, especially for me, uh, when you haven't played them, uh, it's, it's, you haven't played the game in a while, or you, you, put, you left the game out for like three months, and then you go back, oh, well, let me go and try and finish said game. Uh, two things. If, if it's been long enough in between uh, logins or whatever, whatever measurement you want to use on the game, yeah? Give me the, the bo- bo- bottom prompts again, maybe, you know, uh, if, if, if it's been a while, you know? And or if you really want to be clever, go like while you were out, this is what you've done until here. You've uh, defeated the, yeah, the wizard, recap. yeah, defeated the wizard at the top of the of the mountain, and uh, you know whatever, you know, just tell me w- w- what I've done. But but the bottom but the bottom prompts alone would be great. Like um, hmm, we see, I've been playing in a while, but don't forget to to attack. You press R two or whatever. Uh, you know, just uh, just anything like that would be cool. Like uh, while you were out, kind of thing. That would be my um, quality of life. Uh, I also, I've kind of like gone full circle almost, not full circle, a 180 even on, on this, on the game difficulty. I um, I think I said once that uh, games should have one game of difficulty, that's it. Yeah? Yes, you did say something similar. I said something like that. And um, even though for me, uh, that, that would be my, uh, my what I would want, uh, I wasn't considering everyone else, you know, uh, and all the different uh, uh, type of people that play games and, and uh, if, if they may, you know, uh, anything, all their circumstances. I, I wasn't really considering that and it was a really stupid thing to say. So, so I do think that um, games should have different difficulties, but the one thing I still want is the game was designed around this difficulty. This to know, is... Yeah, to know specifically this was the developer's plan. I, I agree. I think you should know what you're getting into. I also think on on now you've mentioned that on the difficulty front, um, all games should allow you to change the difficulty between them at any point. Yeah. Some games only let you choose it at the start. Or if you change it, that's it. You've changed it and you can't go back. Sometimes I find there might be a particular difficulty spike, and I, sometimes I just want to knock it down to an easier difficulty, get past that difficult bit, and then put it back to the previous difficulty. So I, I think having the ability to chop and change difficulty on your whim is important. As and, well. and and don't don't tie achievements to difficulties because uh, th- th- those are boring. You know, you need to finish the game in normal, you need to finish the game in easy, you need to finish the game in hard. The, the, you know. Yeah, I, I think if you're going to have that, I think just have one, which is finish it on the most difficult one. Exactly. But, but not having one for each of them. Yes. Or if you do, it, sh- it should be compulsory that if you finish on the hardest one, you get the it automatically ones. unlocks all of the others. E- yeah. Exactly. But, but, but the key one here is, yes, uh, uh, quality of life one is the game. I mean, I-, I like games, as you know, the Dark Souls of this world or whatever, that uh, that's the game. Sorry, here we go. Off you go, mate. Uh, and there's no there's no difficulty. That's that's how you play the game. I, 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 that's how I like my games. However, uh, I appreciate that that needs to be a, uh, you know accessibility and having different. I, I I now see that more a uh, lot more clearly. So fine, but tell me how how you want me to you know how the game was designed. You know, like when we were you know uh, QA in this game and how when we were designing this game we, we raised it around the normal or based it around the hard or anything you know that's and a lot of games do that actually a lot of games do that say this is the way that uh, that the game is intended to be played uh, but not enough of them do either 
So you go, that's, that's some of the features we would like to see more standardized. What features do you think should be standardized? Uh, you know, you can always send us some feedback uh, by sending an email to podcast at monkeytail.co.uk. And um, yeah, and we will uh, uh, look forward to hearing your ideas uh, as well. What should be uh, um, standard in most games? All right, so that's the opening questions. Let's move over to the next segment of the show we like to call That Looks Interesting. And this is the part of the show where we talk about the video game news, what happened in the last couple of weeks or so. Um, we've had, if I can start, we've had a Nintendo Direct uh, in the last couple of weeks or so. <laughs> I think it kind of fits. Maybe it was a bit more than that. But we certainly had a, 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 a Nintendo Direct uh, certainly since myself and Marius have been together in the podcast booth, booths, booths, that's a, that's a, is that the word? Booths? Let's go with that. Uh, so, um, Bayonetta 3, you must be excited for Bayonetta 3. That was uh, announced. Yeah, obviously, I mean, I don't have a Switch, so it's not that exciting because I'm probably not <laughs> going to be able to play it. So, um, but yeah, I, I, I love Bayonetta. Um, I didn't actually watch any of the direct, so I don't know what it looks like. My only question would be, how well does Bayonetta run on a Switch? Uh, and how does it look? Um, well, Bayonetta it, already runs on the Switch, both 1 and 2, right? Yeah, but I still haven't played those on the Switch. Oh, so. I believe it's 30 frames, but like, you know, normal. Like, like uh, they look no different than uh, the, the previous purchase. What I'll say, I'm not a Bayonetta fan, I've never played Bayonetta, but what I'll say from, uh, if I put my, uh, my snob glasses on, I'll say that there's a lot of games out there on the iPhone even with better like you can see more detail in, <laughs> in the you know like a, with more depth of field than you can see further away and stuff like that so, so yeah, I'll that's, say it, that's what I mean I did I do I did wonder whether that would work very well on switch I, I'm not sure that's the best home for Bayonetta to be honest with you uh, some games work really well on switch but um uh, I would rather be playing Bayonetta on something with a little bit more um technical grunt all right okay f f fair enough so um um what about uh, can i interest in some couture on the on the switch no you cannot well, why not <laughs> because it's just couture the original oh, see i was i was, try I was trying to i was trying to trip you but uh, but uh, yeah. it's not the, it's not the new one and original couture is no longer any good it oh jake oh it jake doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't play very well anymore yeah wow this is a new leaf marius the il the illness has completely changed his his, uh, his uh, view in life he's the one that tells me bruno the games are still good but now he's telling me kotor listen guys if we did if we did a, a top 10 uh, games ever made me and marius now i think it'll be hard pressed not to have kotor on the top 10 list but yet he's telling us the game is hot garbage now that's what he's saying the, the mechanics haven't aged well to be honest it's it, i yeah, yeah. I tried to play it a few years ago again, and it. Yeah. I I have it installed, believe it or not. Well, you have well, every game installed. I, I, I have it installed on my phone because I have I own it yeah. on my phone, uh, and I thought it might be a good game for the phone. And like, uh, it is not. <laughs> it I, is. I can't imagine that. <laughs> it, it I think is. it struggles with a joypad. Yeah. Um. It is not, yeah. But I have been toying with it because now going back to work and having to be at work and stuff like that, uh, I've been toying with the idea of getting a little one of those, like like uh, Adam has those those thingy jigs to go on the side of 
Oh, yeah. yeah, because um, you've got a switch. Just play your switch. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah. But uh, but there's a lot of things on the on the on the. No, because you can have you can have um. The reason for that is because I can I can play Xbox games on it. I can play uh, um. So yeah. Psychonauts or something. I could just be playing that on on that. that, that, that hence why I'm, I'm considering it. Even though they have a lot of games now that support um, on the on the X Cloud that that support touch touch controls, which I think is quite uh, quite clever. Uh, but anyway, so uh, okay. Well, there's not much more apart from maybe N64 and Sega Genesis games coming to uh, to the to the Nintendo online system, whatever. Thingy jig. I oh I have it by the way the Nintendo online thing. It's twenty pounds a year. It's one of those you pay and forget about it because it's only twenty pounds, right? Yeah, but you have to pay more for those games. You do. You do have to pay more, but surely it's not going to be more than twenty pounds. You know, it's not going to be more than the than the. You, you do. You do know it's Nintendo we're talking about here. It, it wouldn't be beyond the realms of possibility that Nintendo could charge that for it. But with online features, right? So can you imagine? Certain N sixty four games, or even certain uh, um, uh, Mega Drive games, where we can we can play remotely with somebody else, like Micro Machines and all all, all, all that jazz. That would be cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it'd be good. If if the, if it the like if it's a couple of quid more a month or something like that, then yeah, yeah all right. I could if I owned a Switch, I could see myself doing that. Yeah. If it's ten quid a month extra. Not. To be fair, if they said uh, N64, there's a few games I really like on the N64. A few only, yeah? I like Mario 64. Everyone does, obviously, yeah? And uh, there's a couple others uh, of that era. But there's not many. I, I would admit, there's not many I like from the N64 era. If it was Again, Cube... it, it, It's that era as well of awkward 3D-ness, um, isn't it? Um, yeah. I, I, I'm more, I would be more excited about the Mega Drive games. Um, although I, I do I, I I do like quite a few um, sixty four games, but it's 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 all about the Mega Drive games for me. Yeah. Um, cool. Oh, I'll see how much it costs. I might I might um, I, I might um, uh, get it. I mean, depending on the price, like I said, if it's not something too crazy, uh, I might look into it. Um, even though you know, I can play all those N64 games, all those Sega Genesis games on my PC anyway, so it's not uh, you know, I, I have a, a a place where to play them, but I kind of like what they've done with them um, with the SNES games because what they've done with the SNES games and the NES games is they've done it so that a you can save anywhere, you can play it on the Switch, but also they've done like challenge modes, like uh play metroid prime but try to beat this boss with this uh, loadout you know like it takes you straight to the boss and you can try and do some challenges which i think they quite yeah. cool so if they do that with um n64 or like say mario 64 was like you're in this part of the castle try and get uh three stars so if, if you like little challenges like that i think it's a way to enjoy those old games without playing them all old you know enjoy the best parts of some of those games without having to to get there as well so uh, you know i yeah I, I am a fan of the service. I think that I think they they're doing some things right on it and some things wrong, but some, more, more right than wrong anyway. Right. So that was the Nintendo Direct. There was a few other things uh, announced, but nothing. Oh, sorry. Before I cannot leave without talking about the the Super Mario movie. You know. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I knew there was something else. I couldn't remember what it was. Yes. With Chris Pratt playing um, Mario. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I um. Am I a Chris Pratt fan? Yes, I I really liked him in Parks and Recreation. I I liked him in uh, 
in Guardians of the Galaxy. I like him in Jurassic Park. I like him in a lot of things. I think he's a very good, charismatic actor. Is he Mario? No! Of course not. <laughs> of course, he's not even Italian. What is what is happening? What is happening here? Yeah, I mean, it, whatever. I don't really care about a, a Super Mario movie, to be honest. But it it it's not the most obvious um, casting choice, is it? On no. paper. Um, I mean, I wonder if is he just going to be pick Chris Pratt or is he going to do the? Uh, it's a me. <laughs> um, I don't know because because he's obviously Chris Pratt also plays the the character. I forgot his name now. The 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 main character in the Lego Movie, which is a good movie, and he's again he's a good plays a good character, but he's playing himself in that, you know, and it's and again, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's unusual. I mean, it's got some other big name people, hasn't it? Um, was it Jack Black? I think Jack was Black. Bowser. Yes, there were others as well whose names I can't remember. Some good actors, and it's a lot of good actors. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm um, I, I'm more like if it was me in charge of the Mario of the Mario game, and it's not. I would like somebody like Vicente Cassel as the as the, as Mario. You know, the the, the French actor. Yeah. You know, the he was married to Monica Bellucci. He's, uh, you've seen him. You know, he always plays the villain in lots of things. You know. Yeah. Yeah, give, give me give me a film. Give me a film. He's in the Matrix, the second Matrix. He plays. A, oh, a, the French dude. Yeah, from the second yes, Matrix. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. Him as Mario. Him as Mario. Yes. Maybe. I mean, I, I'd go with um, Sockmaster in the chat has suggested Danny DeVito as Mario, which I mean, yeah. Danny DeVito yes, is, it, is no wrong. like Mario. Yeah, <laughs> yes. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Danny DeVito is fantastic. He's, he's, he's still a, he's still a very much a fantastic actor because he's a, in a, it's Solly Sunny still and he's is brilliant. It would be great. Yeah, yeah, you you would be great. Um, yeah, but so, give me something somebody like that. Give me something uh, like um, yeah, somebody like uh, like that. You said you rewatched the the Matrix movies. Was that, was that what I caught there? Uh, that was that was what you caught. Um, you see, yes, I, I went to the cinema. I I went to the cinema yesterday to watch. Watch that movie, and I mean, uh, if that was supposed to be the Bond theme, that was <laughs> the worst, worst interpretation of the Bond. What are you talking theme about? I went to Anna Montana. Ever, that was the Anna Montana theme. <laughs> I was talking about Bond. Ever, ever heard? This is why I never listen to anything you see about music. I think that has that has that has shown everybody why. If that was your attempt at the Bond uh, theme, I went to watch the Bond movie yesterday. But uh, when there were the trailers, they had the trailers trailer for the new Matrix movie, and and I was watching it, and I'm like, I want to watch this because it's Matrix, yeah, and it's Keanu. But uh, I was looking at it, I'm like, this is just the Matrix again. They just they just re- re- yeah, redoing it the... a little bit like that, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> um, they're just redoing the Matrix again, and, and then uh, but they just uh, cast. Uh, uh, got rid of Fishburn. Well, apparently, uh, this is the, the, there's a two schools of thought on that, right? Uh, school of thought number one: he didn't want to do it, okay, which is which is fine. School and the official one is that uh, that character died in the Matrix game, the video game, the the Xbox game, and. Uh, and they keep treating that as 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 canon, so it cannot be. Right. Okay. So, which um, which one you want to take? You know. Then, uh, well, I don't know, but it, but then it appears that they have another actor playing him as like a young. Correct. Yes. Morpheus. Yes. Um, uh, yeah, and and it it wasn't that he didn't want to do it. I don't think he's been quoted when when they announced the new Matrix. He was quoted as saying, "No one's asked me." 
Yeah. Uh, so maybe the maybe the game being maybe the game uh, that they treating the game as canon could could be could yeah, be. A, yeah, but... I haven't. I've never played that game. Maybe I should go. Which, into... which game was it? Because there have been a few Matrix games. <sighs> oh, I don't know which I one he died. Enter then. the Matrix. Yeah, that's the one. I I th- maybe that. Maybe maybe that. Remember him dying. In maybe, it, but then uh, I don't. I don't yeah. know that I remember that game that well. Yeah, I was gonna say. Maybe, I don't know if he died on that one, but I've never played Enter the Matrix. So I'm saying, so so maybe I should go and uh, and is, is things the game we can maybe try and revisit? Maybe or is it gonna be awful now? God awful. I again. think it's probably not good now. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. It, it it doesn't feel like a game that would hold up well today, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so the Matrix. Sorry, we we went on a tangent here, which is fine. Which is uh, as 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 is our, uh, what we like to do in this podcast. Um, you've seen the the the, the three Matrixes, uh, and uh, and uh, did you go for any any Matrix as well, uh, or you? you, you uh, no, no, I, I didn't bother with that one actually. actually that's um, that's that's arguably the best that's one. That's great. Stuff. Well, no, the first one is the best. Uh, one, uh, sorry, the first one is but... the best one. Arguably the best one out of the other three. Yes. Oh. There's no argument there. Yeah. That is the best one. Wow. <laughs> the, the the other two movies are... I was feeling ill and I just wanted something that I could just lie on the sofa and yeah. watch without really caring about. Yeah. Um, and they were perfect for that. If you don't care about those movies, they're fine. Uh, once you start caring about the second two, um, then they're mm. not so good. I do like the bit when they're, they're all in there defending from the, the, the robots in the big fucking robot yeah yeah that is cool that that, that part is cool yeah that, 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 good cg good for the time as well probably doesn't yeah, hold up as much no more. no there, there's some bits where keanu goes uh cgi and it's like Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like all, all of the action scenes are, are always good it's just the bits in between of the second two are a bit yeah. um uh yeah not not great but um i am looking forward to this next one i have to say the trailer did actually make it look like quite a good movie like you say, that's because it's just the first one again. <laughs> first one again, isn't it? It's the first one again. The first, I'm happy with that. The, the first one is such a good movie. The first one is so so good. It's it's and it, and the reason why the other two are 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 bad by comparison is because it's that it's by comparison when you put them yeah, against the other it's one, a, it's it's a lot to live up to that first one, yeah. wasn't it? Right. <laughs> uh, how did we get here again? Sorry, we went, we go here from Chris Pratt, I believe. From, from yes, I believe it was from Chris Pratt. We we go here because we went on to Vincent Cassell, which I think is a great actor, by the way. And I think you, the, you see, what I'm saying put 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 somebody crazy, put somebody like uh, like one of those nice European actors. Um, anyway, that would have been cool. Right, let's move over to your bit of sad news, and that's goodbye, Clive Sinclair. Um, yeah. So are you familiar with Clive Sinclair? Is, didn't he? A, uh, a non-English man. Uh, I believe. Okay, this is what I know about Clive Sinclair, and I may, maybe I'm wrong here. Yeah, he created. On, he created a. Uh, he invented the PC, the called the Sinclair, I believe. Uh, I, I might be wrong here, and uh, he also created uh, the first electric car uh, type thing that you could drive. Uh, that's the only, the only two things I know about Clive Sinclair. Uh, am I am I yeah. g- going crazy? Yeah, yeah, you, you, no, no, you, you, your ballpark. So I think the key uh, uh, achievements of Mister Sinclair was um, uh, he invented the pocket calculator. <clears throat> yeah. Um, he um, made the first mass market um, sort of home computer, um, the ZX eighty one. Yeah. Um, and yes, he made the, the Sinclair C5, which was like 
a little sit down electric bike thing that was an absolute massive failure uh, yes. ahead of his time ahead of his time yeah yeah but potentially and, and i think just not very good like like the battery wasn't powerful enough so if you had a steep hill you had to pedal it yourself <laughs> why not and 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 they were like you know for the english market and uh they were open top mm. in in uh uh as uh, as are all MGs, in, pretty much, you know. Come on. Yeah, <laughs> but but in, yeah, in, in an English market, that's not yeah. what you need, is it? You don't want to be uh, getting he, wet. He must like be, be getting on uh, uh, to 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 do, to do another English uh, English term. Uh, I think he had a lot of innings. Good innings. That's the one. Yeah. He was eighty-one um, uh, okay. when, when he passed away. So that, that's not a bad guy. I'd be happy. Eighty-one. That's reasonable. Eighty-one is reasonable. I mean, uh, I I. In my head, I thought it was more like the nineties, but eighty-one is reasonable. No. Um, and yeah, like uh, I think he's one of those. He, he, for me, for me, he. Um, well, the, the reason that it's important for me is really for the ZX Spectrum, um, which is the you, last week. The question was about um, how did you get into games? Well, that's how I got into games, and with that machine, he basically created the UK gaming industry. Yeah. Um, because that's how everyone in the UK, like you know, they started coding games on the on the on the Spectrum, well, on the ZX81 or or, or the Spectrum, and um, it was just such a quirky and uniquely British um, device with uniquely British games on there, and obviously it's it's what I grew up with with playing, um, and I, I think um, his uh, his legacy got has got lost a little bit somewhat because I think I, I think um, the amount that he's he um, uh, gave to gaming by by developing those devices and, and getting them out to so many homes, I think it was huge. I, I I firmly believe the industry wouldn't be what it is today without what what he did. So yeah, just a bit of a uh, a bit of a, a, a sad note. R.I.P. But I say he was he was eighty one. So you know, um, but uh, still, uh, yeah. But uh, but yeah. Um, and it made me think about the spectrum again, which is always nice. Because, uh, uh, and to I, answer, I love that machine. To answer last week's opening question, so that was what uh, made you become a life a lifelong gamer was the 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 spectrum. Then was uh, playing games on the spectrum. Was that? Oh the... yeah, absolutely, without doubt. Yeah. Fantastic. And cent- yeah. centipede was the fir- a version of centipede. And did you code? Spectrum. You had to code some of the game. No, no, no copy the code. You didn't have to, but you could do. Yeah. Yeah, and then if you get something wrong, you're like shit. <laughs> yeah, that, they would. They, they would. I mean, that was back from the day when they were um, uh, like on gaming magazines. You would have well. Firstly, you'd have a tape because yeah. the games were loaded from a cassette tape, um, and it would have like seven or eight games on there, and they yeah. were like full games. Um, but then they would also print in the magazine the code um, for a game, so you could type the code from the magazine. In. But there'd always be misprints and stuff in there. <laughs> so you go, you type it all in, and then. Um, uh and then then it wouldn't work and you'd have to try and work out what was wrong with it um i mean i, I never really got into that it's why it's uh why i don't make games there's just too much math um, for my liking i'm yeah. not a fan of the maths too, uh, too much la- too much math for my liking could be a podcast title but uh but but jamie on chat has already gave us the title which is chris pratt to matrix i think that's the, the title of the title of the podcast i quite, I quite, I quite like that um right okay uh well 
Uh, RIP uh, is a sir collapsing, Claire. I want to say. I want to say. Yes, sir. I, I, I think you're right. Hang on. I, I'm hang gonna on. go with sir anyway because even if even if he hasn't been knighted by the queen, he certainly can be knighted by Marquetel. I can confirm he was indeed Sir Clive Sinclair. Okay, he's double knighted, and he's knighted by both the Queen and by Monkey Tail. Like, but maybe we should start knighting it... people. But maybe we should have people that have not been knighted. We can give them a knighthood from Monkey Tail. Maybe that's something we can start. You know, people that deserve it. You know, maybe. Yeah. He also made a really tiny fold-up bike that you can fold into like a, about that size, hmm. which works really well on a podcast. Yes, that size. That size. That, that... Uh, so you can put it in like a handbag sort of size. Yeah. Obviously, the, uh, there's also another fantastic uh, British invention called the, the Brompton bicycle, which I own one, which uh, is not as as compact as that, but it is the standard because you know you need the the wheels to be, uh, you know, uh, so and so, you know, you know, big enough to to be comfortable on the yeah. <laughs> on, on the yeah. road. But uh, yes. Um... British invention, you know, some, some great, fantastic British British inventors. Actually, I think I think um, I don't know what it is about this island. I don't know if it's the rain that forces people to their sheds, but uh, they, they invent. I think you might be right. <laughs> they invent some fantastic things over here. You know, I I've been here for twenty one years and I haven't invented anything yet. You know, oh well, I claim that I invented the baby chino and I still stand by that. You know, um, now people tell me, oh, somebody else invented the baby chino. Listen, maybe I invented it on my own, came up with the turn on my own without her hearing it, hearing it anywhere else. So was that when when you invent the same thing at the same time as other people? There's a name for it. But anyway, yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. I invented the baby chino. That's probably the only thing I invented when I was uh, when I used to be a a, a um, barista, barista, barista. Let's go with that. I think that's, that's that's what I used to be. Right. Let's move over to the playlist, which is the part of the show where we talk about the video games we've been playing. And uh, I have one to to talk about only, and I'll start with that. But then we move, we pass over to uh, to the many games from 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 uh, from um, Mr. Marius. Okay, I. Got, rolled credits on Death Loop. We talked about Death Loop on the last uh, podcast. I think Death Loop is a fantastic video game. Uh, it's going to be a um, a game which I'm going to be talking about uh, about again when we do our Game of the Year um, show. Um, is it my favorite game of the year? Well, wait until the end of the uh, uh, end of the year and find out. It's certainly up there. That's all I can say for now. Uh, but that loop uh, we talked about last week. So it's you, uh, you, you're uh, you're stuck in this uh, in this loop uh, of death, and as the name that loop, where uh, every time you die, you reset you reset back 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 to the beginning of the day, um, um, and uh, there's uh, four sections of the map you can go to. And four times of the day, but it's not quite uh, sixteen different levels because some sections are not available at different times of the day. Things more like twelve, essentially twelve different lab combinations of where you can go. And the idea is you have seven visionaries which you have to um, you have to kill in a, in a, in a, in, a, in order to break the loop. And as you're doing this, you're learning more about the story and about this other assassin that keeps. Uh, uh, trying to kill you as well, uh, d- d- you know, uh, d- during the game. Uh, and um, there's only four times of day, right? And you have seven assassins. So, and they're all separate, separate across the ho- across different time zones. So, 
maths doesn't add up here. So you cannot kill seven in, 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 in when you only have four attempts, right? So you need to move the chess pieces around and force them to go to be elsewhere uh, uh, in in the map so that you can do the perfect run where you go pow, 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 and all of them are gone. And uh, I really like how, how that works and how you're having to un un uncover the clues to be able to, to force them into that position. What I would say is it's a bit like the portal thing. You know, portal, you come up with a... You're trying to find a solution for, 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 a, for a puzzle and then you finally, finally, like, oh, I'm a genius. No one has ever thought of this, but that's the only way you can do it. Uh, that was my question. I was just about to ask: Are there multiple ways to to do this, or 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 is like, is it there is a correct way to do it? I from from finishing the game uh, yesterday. Yesterday I finished. No, I finished it on Friday. From finishing the game, I cannot see any other way to get all of them. It, it, I could be wrong, and I'll I'll be looking into this. Uh, uh, like I'll I'll watch some some playthroughs. Uh, I could be wrong. I cannot see another way of doing it. I, I, this is the type of game that I'm 100% going to watch a speed run. I want to see a speed, no, no, um, no clipping, but I want to see a proper just speed run of uh, how quickly you can you can set all these things in motion because um, you can reset a loop at any point, and it's a case of uh, certain doors you cannot go through unless you know the code, and it's not like you can just put the code in. You need to discover the code because what they've done cleverly here, especially for the streaming uh, world we live on now is if you see a code in somebody else's stream, that won't work on your game. Is that they, do, they do a different code uh, on your game for, specifically for you, which I quite like. Uh, so you have to um, you have to, to uncover the, the clues separately. But from when I played, I, I literally, without giving much away, I managed to get three people into, into, the, into the last, the last uh, times at night in one of, one of the levels. I'm not going to say which one, but I managed to get them into one central storm map, three of them, and another one I rigged something up for him to die when he tries to do something. So essentially, I get the seven of them, and I get into the last the last level, and four of them go. So I so the other three, I, it's literally one, two, one, two, and three. Me, actually, no, no, I get two of them together. So there's only one level which I have to go and rig something up. So it's it, it really is you really have to kind of like do the plate spinning in the air. But yeah, I think there's only one way to, to do it. However. The story is fantastic. the The voice acting is is brilliant from all 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 characters, all the seven visionaries. You're learning more about them, and as you're uncovering clues and and uh, learning, and that's how you find out what tick what makes them tick and how you can get them to um to, to move uh, between levels and get them to to be elsewhere. Um, and then you're uncovering more stuff about the assassin and how long you've been there and uh, and um. Yeah, I think I think it's it's uh, it's a game which has a lot of ideas. None of them are really that original, but they just do all of them so well together that uh, it creates a fun uh, playground. And towards the end, because uh, I started playing the game very stealthily, going kill, 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 etc. But towards the end, I was just running through the level using the powers, you know, warping in front of somebody, shooting shoot the head, and then there's another one which you can. Get them all, their minds connected, shoot one in the head, all of them die, and that type of stuff. Um, it's a it's a it's a mechanics game. It's a it's a mechanics heavy game with uh, some great mechanics. Um, and it got me thinking because I don't I don't think you've ever played Prey, have you? On a on a in, you never actually got around to playing Prey. Just wait. It's I've I have, 
Oh, I've played the intro twice now. <laughs> um, it, it's it. I, I I've got it like ready to go. I I started playing it um a month ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but then something else came along. I think the twenty four hour thing came along, and I ended up like playing other stuff, and I've just not got back to it yet. Mm. What I would say is, um, I love that loop. I think that loop is a great story, great premise, great um, everything. It's a fantastic game. It, it's a, a game at the top of uh, top, really at, at the top. It's it's uh, highly recommended for anyone. Uh, but uh, so was Prey. But I think the big difference with Prey was, I think Prey doesn't onboard people as well. This game here will hold your hand, and something I didn't like actually. Hold your hand for like three hours, you know, like uh, proper like. This is how you do this, you know, and and, and until you get it, kind of like it, it stays with you until you pretty much pretty much goes a whole loop and a half with you, like uh, just holding your hand, and then you got you go like, okay, I get it, I get it, I know the systems now, bloody hell, leave me alone, and then you go like, wow, what a game, and I don't think Prey was very good at onboarding you like as well, maybe, even though I love Prey, I thought Prey was, you know, in many senses, you know, just as good as this game, I think, so I think you you're gonna like Prey. In fact, I am gonna replay Prey myself recently because. Uh, after I played that, I'm like, I remember how good Prey was. I need to, I need to play, I need to play Prey again because even though I like Dishonored, I think Prey was my is my favorite game from from them. Uh, but now it's probably tied with this one. I think that they're both, you know, uh, up there. Fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, uh, studio they are. Uh, they make some uh, some uh, re- all of them. All of the games are very similar. You know, we have the powers. You have the yeah. <laughs> they're very similar, but uh, the. What they have, what they have in their games is the verticality. The, 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 the games are not. They're they're uh, there's things high and above, low. There's things you know, like they, they just interlace everything so well. It's um, it's great. And also the other thing I like as well is because it's not procedurally generated like most roguelikes are. This this they're in the loop, and all the characters do the same thing every time. Unless you can break them to the loop to get them to do something else, uh, but but you know always what they're going to be. So you, you're learning the map. You know there's going to be three the enemies there. You know you know etc. And so on. You, you can really uh, um, uh, navigate the world like that. Um, yeah, you need to play that loop. It's it's brilliant. I, th- I think you I think you'll love it as well. I think it's yeah. Uh, I, I will do. I I can't promise I'm going to get to it this year, but um, I I will get to it some point yeah and it looks great it, it looks looks uh phenomenal yeah uh, and it's funny as well it's it's funny uh also like i said the voice acting is, is like great i, I talked about it on the last podcast but there's this door which you have to do a password and you learn the password later on in the game but before you learn the password you can go in there and you can try and say a password and i must have gone i think towards the end i must have easily tried 150 times and uh, i reckon he gave me 150 different words you know, like he just kept giving a different word, like, nope, okay, go in, say another word. And he just, I don't know how many words he recorded, but he must have had a massive fucking book of words because he said he must have recorded like a good two hours of words easy, like on it. It's, it I don't know how, how many times, I would like to find out maybe from the devs how, how, how many times you have to press it until he repeats a word because uh, I couldn't get him to repeat a word. And I think that's fantastic. And that's mm. a testament to having. You know the buffets, the money, and the Microsoft in this case now money be- behind them, where wh- where they can they can just uh, you know spend more. That's the difference sometimes between a game like this and um, and uh, and uh, a uh, obviously an indie game. But yeah, I'm um, yeah c- cannot say uh, cannot speak highly enough of Deathloop. 
Uh, let's move over to Psychonauts 2, which is a game I played at the, at the 24 hour. I haven't gone back to it yet, but I still want to because I was really having a lot of fun with it. So I want to go back and, and, and finish it. Have you finished it now? I will, yes, I will, I, I will go back you, and finish it. You're never going to finish that game, Bruno. Uh, that's a, that's a, a highly educated guess based on my knowledge of you, the game, and yeah. You're, so, you're not going to so, such a clever game though for, for what I, 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 I played like seven hours of it already or eight hours I'm not that yeah. I probably cannot be that far of, of, of finishing it it yeah. doesn't matter you're not going to finish that game uh, you mark my words <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah yeah it's really good and actually talking about Clive Sinclair um, it, it reminds me a lot of the Spectrum era like in terms of the the quirkiness of the stuff that's in there and um, whilst it's made by Double Fine, who are American, I think it does have a quite a British sensibility to it, and, mm -hmm. and some of the the humour in there. Um, and I think by far the best thing is is the setting, um, and and the 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 sort of um, the story and the idea behind it. Um, I I think that's really good. Um, I think like the platforming isn't so strong, and it wasn't on the first one. I think it's better than the first one was. It's better than um, the first one, yes. Uh, but yeah, I don't. I, I think really for me, it's it's all about the um, just the the tale and the the style of it, um, and like you say, the humour there is really good. Um, my 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 main real complaint with it is it's it is just too long. Okay. Um, uh, it, it, it's for me probably eight hours would have been enough of that game, but I think it goes on a a, a, few, a good few more hours than that. Um, so yeah, it was just a little bit too long, but um, I can't recommend it enough. I think it's um, uh, an absolutely um, excellent, excellent game. I, I I will I will go back uh, and 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 finish it. Uh, I know you're saying I, I want, but uh, I've just I've just uh, just was looking at the, your playlist, and uh, I forgot to say at the beginning of the playlist today's Mario's playlist is brought to you by Game Pass because all, 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 every single game on that playlist is on on Game Pass, which is which is interesting. Yeah, standard. Um, and, uh, yeah. Actually, as 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 well on Psycho Nauts, they do something with the difficulty as well. You, there's, they've got quite a few options, like like you mentioned about at the start. Um, uh, so I think you can just turn invincibility on um, and and just go, or or you, or you can change the um, amount of damage that you do to enemies and things like that, just in the options screen. Which again, I think is quite good if people just want to um, get through the game. Yeah, uh, uh, and it's great, and it's to, to be applauded, of course, to be applauded. Um, so you finished it now. Is, is this, I'm going to ask you this for every single game now because we're getting c close to the end of the end of the year. Is this game going to be in contention at the end of the year? You reckon? It's going to be in discussion. Yeah. Good. 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 Uh, all right. <laughs> Let's move over to one which intrigues me because uh, I've heard uh, a lot about it. I've seen nothing of it yet, which is the Artful Escape. But uh, what do you think of it? What is this? Right. What is it? It is a, a video game, <laughs> side-scrolling game. Basically, like you play the nephew of some like Bob Dylan, Paul McCartney type character. So you're forever like you're you're living in the shadow of your your uncle, um, and trying to sort of 
find your it's about it's like a coming of age type story um uh sort of trying to find your place in the world type thing um and um the way that's done is basically this kid goes on this sort of intergalactic adventure there's so many um um uh influences on on this game that i can see so it it reminds me most strongly of the hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy um there's like both in terms of the alien creatures that you see and some of the things that are happening some of the humor is very very hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy ish um it it reminds me a lot of bill and ted um the music is just immediately makes me think of um um Queen and and the Flash Gordon movie. You're, I don't think you're familiar with the Flash Gordon movie, but um, I am. Of course, I am. With the okay. with that actor that uh, shouts a lot. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Brian Blessed. That's it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. He's, he plays. He doesn't play Flash Gordon, does he? No, he does. He, does he no, play? he plays the uh, the Hawkman on Voltan. There we go. There you go. <laughs> Voltan. Um, Gordon's alive. Um, yeah. Um, uh, and and yeah, it, which are all things that I really love. Um, so, so for me, um, it's like yeah, it sort of hit every note. Um, and it's um, like it's it's a bit of a platformer, I guess, but it's really light platforming. Um, and basically, you can um just hold down a button to to shred your guitar as you're walking along and it doesn't really do anything other than um plays a a, a wicked guitar riff that always sounds cool um and makes things happen in the in the environment like in the background behind you that's the other thing i'd say it's it's one of the most beautiful games of all time it oh wow looks absolutely brilliant it's just the art direction and style is fantastic if you're shredding that if you if you're pressing the shred button as you're going down a steep hill you slide you do a big knee slide while like cranking on your guitar it, it, it's just and it just makes you feel cool yeah it's got some decent people in there um carl weathers um is in there and does a really good performance he's re he's really good in it um lena headley as well is in there and um yeah it, i i just really like liked it i think the humor's really really good as well like one of the things that i particularly like so um throughout the story you can sort of um uh give responses to characters and, and they like it's just it's just what you say it doesn't have an, an impact on the story so much but it's more about your um uh sort of characterization really and like it you'll build up your background of like where you're which planet you originate from and things like that um and then as part of that is your name as well um, um so um you'll have like uh like the first word like you'll you'll pick from a list of uh, uh, of of names so you'll be described as, so mine was glorious and then the next name you can type in whatever you want so i i i i was glorious gavin um because i thought that was that was amusing gavin, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. but but because you can type because you can type whatever you want in 
the game doesn't know what that last name is. So every time a character says Glorious Gavin, they don't say the word Gavin. There's just like a little guitar riff, like from Bill and Ted, you know, when they do the... I've never the seen Bill and Ted, but... but uh, oh, right, OK. Yeah, um, something I so, to... so, yeah, there's, there's just a guitar riff whenever anyone yeah. says Gavin. Nice. Uh, and and I, ju- I just found that that funny. There's a... There's a uh, on the spaceship that you go on, there's a... Um, there's a there's an alien running the cloak room, but but he's selling the cloak coats from the cloak room. So like he uh, offers you he offers you coats, and he's just really shifty about it. Uh, um, there, there's a there's a, a a weird telepathic creature towards the end that just sort of shouts really loud at you telepathically uh, and really intensely. Like I say, very very Hitchhiker's Guide. I fucking love this game. I, I think it's absolutely brilliant. I don't have to. I don't have to ask. I think this is going to be in discussion at the end of the year as well. It sounds like you know, based on your uh, on your uh, uh, description there. Uh, I think that's. Do you think it's something I would like this one? Uh, maybe to it's fifty-fifty uh... because there that mechanically there's not an awful lot happening. Yeah. It depends how much you enjoy the style of it and 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 the, but you like Hitchhiker's Guide and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Um, and, and again, it's Game Pass, so I, I think you should definitely try it because it's one of those. You're either also going to absolutely love it, yeah. or you'll play it for half an hour and go no. And it's funny you mentioned the Hitchhikers because I do like Hitchhikers. And uh, when you said uh, it's like Hitchhikers Guide of the Galaxy game, I'm like, has there been one? And I quickly googled as you were talking, and yeah, oh uh, yes, th- there's on the one. Spectrum, no less. There's one you can play now on the BBC uh, website. Uh, you can yes. play the 30 year anniversary of it. So uh, maybe I'll give that a yes. see, see, see how, hey, see. Good luck. Good luck. Is a bad I will say. No, no, it's good, but it's a classic text adventure game oh, okay. where you have you have to know the um, the very very specific um, commands. Oh um, wow! To type in in order for things to happen, wow. but it is good. Okay, well maybe we'll get one game. I'm just uh, uh, the next game we're talking. We're going to talk about that you play. That it's a game that uh, this game has escaped me because I play this ITGX way back when and uh, and um and i loved it and uh, i've realized in game pass i've just installed it and i'm going to be playing this because it's on to the end because i remember loving this game when i tried it at tgx on to the end yes so... that's where I, i've been i've been waiting like since that it's one of those it sort of went off my radar a bit but ever i knew when i played it at egx that i wanted more of it um and then when i saw that it popped up on game pass i was like fucking yes yeah um it, does I, it I live up it does it live up to 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 how we yeah like it does it? yeah i i really enjoyed it um hmm. really good so for those that don't know it's a sort of side on 2d game um you play a a warrior at uh like i don't know barbarian slash viking type um character and essentially you're just trying to get home um back to your family really you and um you're traveling through this sort of snowy world in through through caves and things like that um and um the combat there isn't a huge amount of combat but but all of all of the combat is is really meaningful um and like it actually says at the start it's like um all of the enemies are more powerful than you um and it is very much a defensive combat so you can defend high and low and that's like or 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 roll to dodge and it's one of those where you you have to read the animation and the cues for the 
um, the attacks in order to defend and then um, if you defend enough generally you will then get an opportunity to attack and you have to have, you have to like remember like if your last defense de- defense w- uh, w- was high um when when you uh when they sort of go off balance because you, you you've you've defended them enough then you have to attack low so you have to really sort of pay attention to what's going on um and it, it's one of those where um like a couple of hits can kill you um uh so you really do have to have to pay attention to the um to the combat um which I, I really enjoyed. Um, but then there's also times like you can also avoid combat as well. So if you found certain items, you can offer enemies um, certain items and they will give you something in return and you won't have to fight them. Or like you can, um, if you approach certain enemies with your sword um, sheath, then they won't they won't attack you and things like that. Um, and I thought that was um, uh, really interesting and really well done. Um I think for me there were some there's some environmental hazards that that were a little bit trial and error death. Um, there certainly are cues. There are things that happen in the vi- in the environment that do give you a bit of warning that something is going to happen. But it's not always entirely clear what. And maybe it's just because I'm old and my reactions are slow. But I, I, there wasn't quite enough time there, so I felt there were a few deaths that. Um, I felt I uh, they were inevitable. I was going to die, and I I just had to do it again. But but it didn't matter. It doesn't matter too much because the checkpointing is really quite generous. Um, uh, and um, the ending, yeah, and it's, it's all I can really say on the ending. It was it didn't didn't quite go where I was expecting it oh, to go. Okay. Um, uh, uh, yeah. yeah, but I I like it a lot and probably about an hour and a half tops to get to the the end of the the game as well which i quite like i i'm 100 going to play this uh, i love yeah, it i love it I, I think you'll really love it because of the combat in there i think that that um you essentially described dark souls when you're describing the the the, the combat which which uh, a lot of games they go like always oh, souls like but then you play it and it's not nothing like souls like but everything you said there is exactly what souls games are uh, most of the enemies are more uh, are you know are um uh more powerful than you so it's all about the defense and then just the counter attack at the right moment it's it's exactly and rolling and and actually reading the 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 animation of of the attack and the dance the the character the the weapon art if you like it, it's uh, when i played it the bit i played it was that's what it reminded it was like the closest thing to dark souls i've seen in but into the uh, in in terms of the yeah. combat so yeah i'm sure i would love it um yeah, I'll, I'll definitely be on to that ASAP. Uh, right, let's uh, move over. Uh, I forgot to ask. Uh, going to be in conversation at the end of the year, this one? Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, I don't think it was released this year, was it? Oh, okay, maybe not then. 12 Minutes sure. is the other one you've been playing, which we talked about on the podcast before when we had Donut in, and um, I believe uh, Alex played it as well from, from memory, was it? Yes, uh, that is correct. Yeah, so uh, you've now played it, uh, and do you like it? <laughs> I do not. You do not like 12 minutes? No, I do not. Um, uh, yeah, so obviously, again, this is another time loop game. The, 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 the sort of story is 
you get home to your your wife you play out a, a little scene where you're you know having having some food or whatever with her she's about to tell you something um and then at some point a, a policeman uh, or someone claiming to be a policeman uh knocks on the door um and basically ends up um uh, like um killing the 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 wife and then then you repeat that loop and and obviously have to try and do different things to um change the outcome of that um and for 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 me like i think like the story's interesting i'd love to know what happens i just can't get past the gameplay to to get there um i found it very boring and repetitious because you do just have to go through and do the same things again you can sort of skip the conversation but but literally i'm just doing the same thing again and it is just like it is like uh it's that whole point and click thing of try every item with everything in every order until you find the correct way of doing it and i mm. just found that very quickly really boring and monotonous gameplay so i just did not like the the gameplay loop i think the style and the story is it, has has absolutely sold me um but as a video game, um, someone someone make a TV show of this or a movie of this, and yep, I'm I'm on board. Um, it was just the gameplay for me didn't didn't have there, there was also some really ropey animation going on there as well, which which took me out of it a bit. But it did have the carpet from The Shining in there, or at least a very close approximation of it, which I enjoyed. With the point and click games, which it sounds like like it is, um, the the best ones are the ones where, you know, the Curse of the Monkey Island and the some of the early Broken Sword games, where yes, you do have to try this with that, but it makes sense, and 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 then as soon as you get something, you, you start to go like, oh, I think I know where I can use this, or as soon as a challenge comes up, you go like, oh, I know exactly what I need to use here. The the, the best ones don't have to tell you what to do because you kind of know what to do so so, so but but yeah but, and, uh, and the sorry. worst one the worst ones that when you have to try this try this try this try this are the ones which are, they yeah haven't, they haven't explained it properly then or or yeah there, there, there are clues like that there, there, there's things that that do point you towards certain things but for me it's just like i'm literally just clicking on everything and try this with that try that and it, and it just yeah it, i'm sorry i was disappointed because it was something i was um i was looking forward to um but there you go i i i'm i might get around to just watching the story on youtube like a perfect someone's perfect run through or something where they just do it first first time through and just just find out what the story is because like say i I do think that's really interesting and good strong acting cast in there so yeah um i i might do that um speaking of adventure games not quite point and point and click did you ever play Mist? Yes. I've never completed Mist. Because when I played Mist, I was quite young. And Mist is not an easy game to complete uh, for memory. Okay. Anyway. I, don't, I don't believe it was. You know, I think I, well, I played it when I was I like, just, I I played when I was like 10, 11. And it, it's not a game for a 10, 11 year old to, to well, in my opinion, to, to finish mm-hmm. easily. Uh, having said that, I believe there's a Mist now on the on the Game Pass as well, like the remake. Uh, that's why I asked because I never played Mist because of lack of accessibility to, lack of access to a PC, and I was wondering if you and I, I was considering it as a, we we discussed our don't look back in anger, but uh, more of a both of us playing games that neither yeah, of us have played me. before, and I, I wondered. No, if, I, I I played. You, you played it, but not finished. Oh, I played. The, 
um, you know, let's say, I don't know how long the game is, let's say the game is 100%, right? Uh, if I had to put a, a guess, I reckon I maybe finish 15% of it. You know, I got stuck on, a, it's a puzzle game, and, and uh, young Bruno was like, uh, uh, but I played it on PC, and uh, you know, he had those FMBs of the thing happening. Yeah. Going through. It's, yeah. it's, uh, it's fucking, it was awesome. It was like a, like a, uh, young Bruno's mind was blown by 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 the look of it, so I would love yeah. to go back to to something something like that. So okay. let's let's do it. Let's definitely do it. Um, and listener at home, if you guys want to play along, uh, we'll um let's not c- come back to it next podcast because we're doing the EGX podcast and whatever yeah. other games we've been playing. But let's catch up in in a couple of podcast time on, on that then. But that's certainly something I am. Uh, uh looking to play as well right so that's that concludes the the playlist let's move over to the last part of the show which is like the part of the show we like to call why don't you the part of the show where we give you a recommendation of something to do uh eat see experience anything and i'm actually gonna go with a movie i'll start here i'm gonna go with the movie and uh sing the theme tune please sing the theme tune what's the theme tune yeah well to the movie (laughs) You did such a good job of the Bond one. I oh, want to hear you sing the theme tune. The problem tune. is I don't remember the theme tune for this for this movie. But uh, this one is mainly aimed at um, at uh, a friend of the show, Martin. Because I know Martin hasn't seen this movie, so I'm trying to shame him. And, uh, and uh, I think everyone else in the world has seen this movie, which is Leon the Professional. Yeah? How? Oh, I rewatched it again. Yes, I watched it a, a few weeks ago. How good is it? Again. It is... It's, it is... I think it's one of my favourite movies of all time. I think it's top three, potentially could take the top spot. It's that uh, good, isn't it? I, it? It's a fucking phenomenal movie. Yes, I know. And and anyone that hasn't seen it, you know, absolutely needs to watch it. So... Yeah, Martin, Martin, you need to sort your life out, <laughs> <laughs> basically. But... <laughs> this is so good and and yeah it just and it's one of those i've seen lots of times but not for a long time um and yeah it it's it still holds up so well it's so, so good so the french actor jean reno reprises his role as leon the the hitman the professional uh he, he first showed up in nikita which is also a good movie uh, that's uh, all in french this was yeah, movie... I think I've only seen that the once. I maybe I should go back it's and watch a... yeah. that. Actually, yeah, I don't really remember him in that. Fun fact yeah. about fun fact about uh, Leon was uh, Luc Visson was shooting uh, the Fifth Element, uh, and they ran out of money, and uh, they had to make some more money. So uh, he's like, "Oh, I have a script for Leon. Let's quickly get this movie out." So he shot the movie very quickly with Gary Oldman, which was also in the Fifth Element. By the way, Gary Oldman is absolutely brilliant in this. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And then uh, they shot the movie, got some money to finish Fifth Element. Fifth Element is great. But by the way, Leon, spoiler alert, Leon is better than the Fifth Element. You know, but nothing wrong with the Fifth Element. Just Leon is a better movie. That's all. Natalie Portman's first movie. She uh, she must have been like, what, in her early teens when she did this. It's uh, about 12, wasn't she? Something like that, I think. She was brilliant in this as well, in her, her, her first movie. And uh, it's just a great movie it's just uh from beginning to end yeah. just a fantastic uh uh action movie like they don't do they don't do them anymore they just don't do them anymore yeah. like this anymore so leon is my it's my recommendation if you haven't yeah, seen absolutely. If, if you haven't seen that movie and like I said, even if you have go back and watch it again it's still an absolute banger of a movie yes so good yes yes so that's my my way. Right. Right. Marius. It's just funny that we both we both rewatched that. Oh, I, haven't. I haven't. Oh, you re- didn't rewatch it. Oh. 
I've probably seen it. I've probably seen it like I probably I watched it quite a lot. I've probably seen it like last year or something. But we were talking about um, something uh, when we were playing or, or streaming. I was talking about uh, either great foreign movies or great. Uh, we were talking about something like that. I'm like, oh, Leon, you know, number one for that. And then uh, everyone pretty much like, nope, never seen it. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like uh, you know, watch Leon. Yeah. So I haven't yeah. I haven't seen it uh, probably. I've probably seen it in the last 12 months, I would say. Yeah, so, so it wasn't that long ago. But I, yeah, I do but it, I do go back to it quite often because it, it is... Yeah, it's it just, is... just funny that it's it's come, I haven't heard of that movie for ages and then it's just come up twice in, in the last couple of weeks. Leon so. from 1994. But it doesn't yeah. look like it's from 1994. It's still... It's still... No, it does. no, no, the whole thing. Like, it just... Everything holds up yeah. so well in that movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 It, yeah there absolutely. you go. Go, go and watch Le- Leon. Have you got uh, one more for us? Uh, anything else? Well, I can give you a choice of three. Oh wow! You can you, uh, you can uh, have <laughs> you, can, you can have a music one. You can yeah. have a kung fu one, or you can have a movie one. Go, uh, go on. Give us the give us the kung fu one. Okay, the kung fu one is a documentary on Netflix. Uh, called Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks. Um, And it is essentially a documentary about uh, Kung Fu martial arts movies. Um, And I found it to be quite a good one. Um, Going back through the the whole history and all the different eras of of, uh, Kung Fu um, movies. Um, And I thought it did um, really actually quite a good job of covering all those different eras from the, the sort of golden age of the um, the Shaw Brothers movies through to sort of golden, golden harvest things and um, then into sort of how they translate into the, the, the modern stuff, sort of looking at the, the impact and, and um, uh, some of the reasons for, for their success, particularly in um, poor and minority groups. Um, and sort of like the um, uh, influence on hip hop and stuff like that, um, uh, or on break dancing rather, I guess. Um, uh, so yeah, I think for anyone that's interested in uh, kung fu flicks, or anyone that doesn't um, has a passing interest but perhaps doesn't know about some of the old ones and things like that, it's uh, uh, worth but checking out. Can I make you laugh now? Okay, so I I was writing down. Uh, the, the the title and uh, so that I can put it on the show notes and I quickly went on the IMDb and I put Iron Fists and I, I was like what did he say for the rest and then he came up with uh, the man with the Iron Fists wait and then I looked at my rating for that movie because the, the uh... oh no I was really looking I must be looking at the wrong thing oh, okay never mind I was gonna say I, I thought I gave it an eight but that was that was not that one okay so I've never have you seen the man with the Iron Fists I've, I've, yeah, R- Rizza's movie. Yeah, yeah and, Rizza and, from Wu Tang. Yeah, any good? Yeah, it's, yeah, I'd need to rewatch it again to give you a proper assessment. It it, it was good. I, I I don't think it's great, but yeah. it's a it was a good movie. Give us the movie recommendation. Go on then. Might as well. Okay, the movie recommendation is the Mitchells versus the Machines. Um, again, it's on Netflix. Um, it's an animated movie. Um about this um 
family surviving um, an apocalypse because um, all the robots have gone um, AWOL and uh, uh, have captured all the other humans. And it's this slightly um, dysfunctional um, family um, uh, just like uh, basically saving the day. Um, and it's just really, really well made. There's some quite funny stuff in there. Um, there's a um, good, good uh, cast, uh, very good cast. Uh, yes, and yeah. there's a pug dog in there who's who's like a bit broken, like all pugs are, um, and he's funny, and and is the butt of the uh, the best joke in the movie, which I wouldn't want to spoil um, no, no, now, no, but no, no, but no. and and they use that joke several times, and it's funny every single time <laughs> uh, uh, yeah I, I really recommend it it's it, it's a yeah. good like good family movie and it's what but it's one of those like um me and kim just watched it together and um yeah it was um yeah good no it, it, it looks good and it looks like saturday night live like cast there's a lot of saturday night, saturday night uh actors on it and um it looks uh it looks good. I'm gonna definitely look into it. And um, before I went with Leon, you know, I actually had a different one to to uh, to to, to, to uh, talk about. And uh, being that you you put uh, two, I I feel like I have to put two as well. Uh, and that's a uh, Amazon Originals TV show called Upload. Have you heard about Upload, this? Upload. Upload. Yes. This is right up your street. Because um, is a, a guy that, uh, like episode one pilot, he, he sent... Oh, sorry, this is a world where before you die, you know, they can upload your consciousness into a, uh, essentially a video game or, a, or, or a, an afterlife uh, where you can... Um, and then your body obviously dies, but you, you, you are, you're up on, the, uh, on uh, this... Uh, afterlife this world there's lots of different ones yeah. you can pick from but that's this, this specific one which uh, all the rich people go to and um this guy kind of like uh gets uploaded early let's just say because mm -hmm. under some under some suspicious uh, uh, acts but essentially his rich girlfriend which he wasn't too sure about anyway uh, is the one that essentially controls the purse strings and and uh, she's she kind of owns them now so he kind of like uh, I either go along with with what she's saying, or or, or you might get deleted. Uh, uh, and um, but it's very very funny, very very funny. And there's one joke on it. Like, oh, so it's like a near future thing as well, of course, because it's like uh, you know you know uh, where you you can upload the cautious and all of that stuff. Uh, so because it's a, it's a very near near future thing, there's a lot of jokes like social commentary. There's uh, people dying of. Um, What's that thing people drink, uh, smoke now all the time? The bloody, uh, the the vapes. The yeah, vape, yeah. Apes, so yeah. everyone has got vape lung cancer now because it's. Oh like, yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that's <laughs> that's so happening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All of that. But that's one joke on it, which I am going to ruin one joke if I can. Out of out of like, whatever many episodes there are, like I think that's fourteen episodes. I'm going to ruin one joke, which proper made me lol out loud. Yeah, which is what lol sounds for in the first place, which is. Uh, this uh, one of the protagonists is um, 
he meets this guy on uh, on an app, like an app, like a bit like Tinder, but like it's only for sex. Like uh, they only meet for for that. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. and uh, they meet up, obviously. Uh, and then uh, she says, "Have you got protection?" He says, "Yes, yes." So then he take takes out of like what looks like a condom box, takes out this thing. They both stick it on their chest, and it's a camera. And then they say, "I consent to this," <laughs> which 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 I thought it was like such a such a you know like social commentary on. on uh, the, yeah. the actual, you know, protection you need to is that uh, you know that you are both co- uh, consensual, uh, taking consensually taking part on this. Um, I thought that, that joke made, really made me laugh. Um, but that's lots of stuff like that, social commentary, and um, and uh, like I said, very funny. And uh, I like the fact that uh, the AI uh, is a bit, uh, the AI is a bit in love with this guy. Is <laughs> a bit in love with this guy. Uh, uh, yeah. And the, the AI, oh, the, the AI is also not very clever. There's a part where there's a door to, to, to be open and you need to select the cat, you know, like prove that you're human and he keeps pressing everything but the cat, you know, like the, the AI <laughs> trying try, try to get in. So uh, it's it's that type of, of humor. Um, proper like laugh out loud stuff and uh, very clever um but yeah it just uh it was a surprise hit for me i upload I, I watched the whole thing in like a couple of days just uh it's 20 minute episodes or something as well so it just goes fast as well it's just uh, uh really yeah good. i think that sounds like a definite watch for me i mean it sounds like i've heard that set up many times before um mm-hmm. it there's a couple of black mirror um things that sound similar and I, i've read various other sci-fi stories that have that have touched on that sort of setup but i think from w- what you've said about it um and the the humor in there then um uh, one the pop-up yeah, it's, it's, pop-up it ads the pop-up ads people coming up oh, do you want to buy some gum the pop-up ads <laughs> like you're walking in somebody just pops up in front of you with the pop-up uh, that type of stuff it's very clever it's, it's yeah it's, uh, i'm it's very well sold. written. yeah very I'm well written sold. So that's upload. Yes, there you go. So uh, lots of good recommendations for you guys to uh, to uh, to watch. If you want to watch an absolute classic action movie from the nineties, but it could be done in any in any year really. It's Leon. One of the, well, Mary said top three favorite movies. He said. I, I think, think so. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. If you want, uh, it's if a you definite want... top ten yes. without without any shadow of a doubt. Uh, for me, it's a definite recommendation that you gave the Mitchells versus the Machines. That I'm, I'm, I'm on that uh, yeah. straight away. That sounds right up my street. You know, I like post-apocalyptic stuff anyway, and I like a good animation, so I, I'm on that. Uh, and uh, if you like Kung Fu, then uh, Iron Fist and Kung Fu Kicks sounds like a great documentary to 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 go and watch on Netflix. And uh, if you like a comedy, a clever, witty, uh, like geeky comedy, uh, upload is uh, is for you. I think you're really gonna like upload. Uh, by the way, I think I think it's yeah that's, that's... yeah I, yeah it it sounds good. Yeah, uh, and uh, Pot is saying on chat, Iron Fist is good. Uh, this is not Iron yeah. Fist you're thinking about. He's thinking about the TV series from Marvel. Oh, uh, Fist, yeah, uh, yeah, which I haven't seen. I don't know if it's any good. No, uh, no I haven't seen it. Iron Fists and Kung Fu Kicks uh, is the the commentary name. It is on Netflix, uh, but uh, uh, not to be confused with uh, the uh, aforementioned uh, Marvel. It's a, good, it's a good education in kung fu movies, and like, I just enjoyed it. It reminded me of a few old ones as well that I haven't seen for a while that are probably gonna uh, be uh, brought out of uh, rotation again and slapped back on. Yes, yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. Uh, for me as well. I've uh, just finally I went to watch uh, uh, the latest Bond movie, um, No Time to Die, I believe it's called. Two hours and forty minutes long movie. 
and uh, it didn't feel like that. It felt like a nice. It's, just, it's a good Bond movie. It's it's a good end to the Daniel Daniel Craig uh, uh, era. And by the way, Daniel Craig, I think uh, what people will look at him with his five movies he's done as probably the best Bond. Actually, you know, uh, probably I don't know. Everyone yeah. has their favorites. Everyone has their yeah. favorites. Sean Connery is hard to to surpass. I thought Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan was probably the closest one to the book. Uh, Pierce Brosnan, for instance, uh, in terms of his campiness and uh, and uh, and his uh, his way. So uh, as as was Timothy Dalton, for instance, I think he was very close to the book. So that's that's everyone has their favorites and uh, Roger Moore, obviously, all of them are great. But I think Daniel um, uh, Craig, I think maybe not now, but eventually he's gonna be people are gonna look back on his movies and go like, you know what, Daniel Craig was a fantastic Bond. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I I do like him as Bond. I think he's done a uh, a great job so um yeah i'll um it's good a lot of uh, l- lols on it but uh, some great lines you know like bond has always the great the great one-liners so this one is full of them full of them uh of them on this as well so i really enjoyed the uh, and it's nice to be in the first time in a cinema since well for a couple of years at least mm-hmm. the first time i went to cinema also i tried the the this thing here in the cine world in england called screen x have you heard of screen x i have not. you've heard of the normal screen you've heard of the 3d screens with the 3d whatever you've heard of the imax or the super screens with the big fuck off screens you've seen that you've heard of 4dx which is the one where the the chairs move yeah yeah all of them are good by the way i think imax is still my favorite but but this one screen x is essentially vr almost because you're you have the screen a big screen in the front yeah and then you have a the the walls on the side of the of the screen have uh also uh uh, like the added bits of the scene happening. Okay. So you are properly immersed in 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 the movie. It's really good. <laughs> I, I after I watched it, I'm like, I was trying to think because I like watching a movie at home in my big TV, OLED, and all of that stuff. But you know, what's the point of coming to cinema? The IMAX is obviously the thing. And when I watch James Bond in that, I'm like, this is this is why cinema is still can still be relevant. Is stuff like that. It was really cool. You know, it's really really cool. It's just. I thought it was going to be gimmicky, and uh, and uh, and uh, I don't think it was. I think it really added to it, actually. So uh, maybe try that some point, sometime uh, in a cinema Perhaps, uh... near, near you. I, I think you'll definitely like it. Uh, you know, if you want, if you're going to watch The Matrix, and you're going to watch it on the cinema like you're supposed to, maybe watch it in in a. Maybe try one of those new technologies. N- not the 4DX. I tried 4DX in Portugal when oh, I was. And oh my god, I was the only person there. It was a long movie. It was a rubbish movie. The chair kept moving. Uh, my back was hurting from the chair, I kept moving from side to side. I kept being sprayed water in the face and 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 wind coming up. My hair was all over the place, and I was like, "Never, ever, ever again am I watching a, a, a movie in 4DX." But um, yeah, the Screen X or the 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 ultra essentially it's a it's a super ultra wide uh, uh, wrap around uh, experience. That that I uh, I do recommend actually. Yeah. I thought uh, it was. It did really add to it. Yeah, and it's a good movie. So go and watch it if you can. If you if you want to go back, if you feel. Well, but also only go and watch the movie in the cinema again if you feel safe. If you feel like you're 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 uh, you know you're uh, you know don't ju- don't just you know uh, if you had both vaccines and you're taking all the precautions still, that's nothing wrong with it, with doing it, of course. Yeah, go to the cinema, lick the face of the person next to you, go for it. You'll be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Do that. <laughs> right okay um that's um that's gonna be the podcast 
I'm going to say 47 again. And this might make no sense at the end of the podcast. <laughs> if it makes no sense, I've done my job. If it makes sense, then I have not my job. So there you go. <laughs> I have one request, although you might not want to go ahead with it because it will re require more work from you. Right. But, but maybe as part of the Easter egg, I would like a snippet of the actual Bond theme tune so that people can compare your version at the start with the actual version at the end. That could uh, that could be uh, that could be arranged. That could be arranged. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I may or may not record again my own voice <laughs> to, to get it spot on. Uh, no, sure, I'll I'll see what I can do. But uh, that's uh, yeah, that's us. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us any feedback uh, you want to podcast at monkeytail.co.uk. Tell us um, your uh, recommendations for why don't you? Maybe your uh, suggestions for an opening question. Um, Answer our, our opening question as well. See what uh, see if you come up with a you know what uh, what quality of life feature would you like to see in video games? You know, um, yeah, just get in touch with us about anything. Uh, and our next podcast will be um, will be in two weeks. While we'll be talking about uh, the um, EGX uh, show, which we're gonna we both gonna be going to. Unfortunately, at different dates, but we are both gonna be there. Uh, looking at what's on. It looks. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. What, I'm not sure what we're going to talk about. But it we'll does not sound like a bumper show this year, does it? I think COVID has caused a lot of delays and stuff like that. I think we've missed the the launch of the the new consoles. Um, that that there's not that much there. Certainly in terms of big name. Um, I, so I think most of my time is going to be spent in the. Uh, the Resd and, and Leftfield collection where the more indie and weird stuff is. Um, but to be honest, that's always where the best um, stuff comes from, um, is walking past and seeing some random skateboarding game using actual video and going, what the actual fuck? <laughs> and the arcade and, arcade section is always good. You know, they always have a nice... Yeah, I mean, I'll definitely be trying to put a score on Donkey Kong in the arcade, won't I? I can't not do it. And, and you know, for, for the, the, the left side, uh, the indie sections and all that, that's the first time I played that cells, if you remember. You had to literally yeah. drag me away from, from the booth. Yeah, un Unto the End as well was yeah. a random one that we just passed. So uh, quite often, EGX is not about the um the big name um games to be fair um and as you said you mentioned maybe there'll be some uh, that haven't been named yet they do actually sometimes quite drop like ones yeah. in there right at, right at the end some some big name ones i, so. I cannot be i cannot you know like call of duty is probably going to be there but i cannot see like, but of it not being there you know maybe halo might be there halo uh infinite you know like some of those games might, might be there you know that they're not announced on the show but you will see that the, the, not all games announced are, are always there but but even if there isn't any of those big games doesn't matter because the ones we, like you say the ones we talk about really then are the the, the indie games anyway yeah. and there'll, there'll be there'll be good stuff that we with this there's lots of games we played the uh, there for the first time which uh completely came out of um Leftfield and why and why the Leftfield collection, but but and uh, and you really enjoyed. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, be, be back amongst uh, a, a show like that again. I I want to see how they're going to do the queuing as well. Is it going to be uh, t uh, separated queuing? Like, are you going to be? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so because uh, uh. uh, one of the things you need to bring and is you need to have your COVID pass. 
uh, ready. Uh, so you, you need to have some sort of proof that uh, you are immortal uh, before they allow you to, uh, to 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 get in. So I don't know how they're going to do the queuing, but one thing I, I think is going to be bad is best is there's not going to be lots of people there. So maybe the queue is going to be the queuing is going to be better for for games. I'm hoping. Maybe, maybe yeah. I don't know. I think there might be a lot of people there because everyone wants to get out again. Yeah, everyone wants to go. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm I'm I am. I mean, you need to do this a visit to any sort of expo or convention like this, particularly for games where um, you've got controllers being yeah. passed around between people is um, essentially um, bathe in, in hand sanitizer before you go and regularly throughout. You, you need to have it <laughs> constantly. And I think even more so this time. I, I, absolutely. And uh, uh, we've done eject. We've been doing eject for, for many years now. And uh, I think two, three years ago, I started buying the hand sanitizer because every time I used to go to, to EGX, I used to have a cold afterwards. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, so I've started, uh, even before COVID, I started taking a little hand sanitizer with me and sanitizing my hands in between every game and uh, everything I did. Uh, if I saw somebody shake their hand, you know, uh, sanitize all of that. So I've started that. And uh, the last time, the last few times we did the EGX, I was absolutely fine. Obviously, this year it's not going, not, not going to be any different. I I may or may not wear a mask. I'm not sure about that. I might I might go for the mask because it makes sense in such a, a place yeah, like that. I think so. But uh, but uh, yes, I'll be taking those precautions. But I'm looking forward to to going to the to the you know to the front line to the to, to the action to bring you bring you the the latest news from EGX. I'm looking forward to to doing another EGX uh, podcast, which will be the next the next podcast we do, and um, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll play them so you don't have to. <laughs> uh, but yes, that's that's some that's some good games coming out this this Christmas. It's gonna be good. This is gonna be a good uh, a, a good uh, game of the year edition as well at the end of the year. I think that's that's been some uh, some decent games. But yeah. also the last two or three years, the game coming out games coming out in like the first three months of the year have won our game of the year. So, uh, I think that they, they tend to, you know so uh, so. I guess the question is before we go: Are, are games because the games are being pushed away from Christmas onto the next year, and then they become the game of the year? Is that what's happening now? Is that why we're seeing that a lot? Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, right. maybe they get away from they get away they get away from battlefields and the gods of this world, and then they just uh, uh, release in the in the in the early months, and then and then uh, they clinch the the title. We'll see. There's some good games coming out though, so I'm looking forward to to uh, to trying them. But yes, uh, forty-seven. That's uh, what I'm saying again. <laughs> I'll say forty-seven again. If I keep saying forty-seven when I'm editing, maybe I can go and maybe I can go and finish it. <laughs> I kind of want to leave it that now because it's funnier if I if I leave it. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, forty-seven and James Bond. That's all I'm gonna say. And uh, I've I've been Bruno Pinto. Please be back again. Yeah. Come on, get in there. All right, we'll catch you in the next one, guys. Bye bye. I went to the cinema yesterday to watch. Uh, <laughs>